A man with glorious purpose. <laughs> glorious purpose. <laughs> What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a miracle. Hello everybody, welcome to Pub Stomp, a podcast about games, TV shows, movies, and pop culture in general. Every episode, we discuss topics that we find interesting. Come join our shenanigans. Hey, welcome to another episode of Fubbasome Podcast. Today, finally, Tyler's back. Back from the depths of the desert. Actually, he's always been in the desert, so he's not gone anywhere. We're going to be talking about Aquaman, finally. The one by, uh, what's the director's name? You you respect Shape of Water, okay? Shape of Water, the Shape of Water. Uh, yeah, not Aquaman. But anyway, we're talking about that. We're waiting for Tyler for us to... Join us here so we can talk about this properly because it's been requested by Mexi. Anyway, with that, what's up, Tyler? Yeah, thanks for having me back. That was a <laughs> hell of an introduction. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. What's up, Mexi? Hello. He's also in the <laughs> desert. It's okay. It's fine. We know. We know that. Uh, it's hot. It's hot. Uh, so, big news, man. In the desert, land of the desert, getting a lot of winners, a lot of people playing ball and winning and scoring who's been winning and scoring guys <laughs> sons the sons, sons are rolling this is rolling and even the diamondbacks oh, who are it's... who are not rolling but they actually won one <laughs> hey nice. man i was there i witnessed it yeah you went to a, do you go do you frequent baseball games often maxi nope no, nothing, nope. nothing you do. No. <laughs> I guess I can say I've never been to a baseball game, but I've been to several and I don't remember any of them. Yeah, I've only been to one. And it was fine because there was beer. And people mm-hmm. just normally don't pay a lot of attention to the game. It's more like a hangout. It seems like, it's like yeah. I don't know. That's what baseball it's more like, is. It's more like <laughs> hanging out, drinking beer. It's background noise. Yeah. yeah. And then. Did they and do the, the games? Huh? Yeah, and avoid the baseball, the foul balls. Yeah. I mean, it's a sport where they play like hundred games or something. I don't know how many games it is. Yeah, it's a lot of games. And if you win like fifty-five percent of your games, you're you're good. You're in the playoffs. Yeah, innings are like oh 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 you oh you played that many games. Oh shoot, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a ton of games. It, okay, it's crazy. And and plus the games themselves are pretty long, right? It's like innings and they can go for oh, yeah. like ever. Yeah, like three hours long, bro. Three hours? Like... <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. Oh, so, oh you're with your was... mom. That makes more sense. Okay. My mom and my nephews and sister. And okay. then like I wanted more snacks. And then they closed. They closed the snacks. Oh, also. yeah. <laughs> At the end of uh, like what, the seventh inning or something like that, they'll close them. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was so disappointed because I was like, you Damn. know what I want? I want some pizza now because I already had pretzels, <laughs> but then they were closed. Bad. Hundred and sixty-two games. I was off. Damn, that's a lot of games. It's like a full-time. <laughs> it's a job, man. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. Yeah, they have a long so. season too, right? Yeah, it's like uh, six months, approximately six months. Oh. I'm googling now to make sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Fact, fact check it. Yeah. <laughs> I work every day, and I hate my lot. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I mean, but they're actually like earning their pay. You know, they're running and stuff. Oh, yeah. What? What are you trying to insinuate? Just because I don't run? It's yeah. I mean, I mean, purple tongue is real. Look, man, I'm not no joke, man. I'm getting like <laughs> wrist pain, and it's kind of making me worried. Oh so, uh, no! I need, I need to go. You don't want to be. Yeah. You want to be that guy with the wrist guard? I know. <laughs> I was like, hey, like, hey, what happened to you? I got injured doing what? <laughs> Typing. Ah. Workers comp. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but it's like, ah, you get your typing. It's like, dang it, man. But anyway, Phoenix Suns, man. Why is it important that they're like in the, like, have they been, have they, do they win a lot? Well, what's going on? I don't follow basketball. So, Tyler, enlighten us, man. Cause... I mean, they've sucked for the last couple of years. <laughs> okay. It's pretty bad. So, but uh, they're, it's the first time in the, in the finals since, oh, man, I don't even remember the year, since the Steve Nash days. So, it's been a long time. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's the... big big news that they're in the in the finals, and they have a uh, Chris Paul who's been in the league for sixteen years, and he's never been to a finals. So that's big news. Nice, nice, and it's the the first game apparently of the finals. I don't know how many games they do before. It's like best of five, best of three. Uh it's the best of seven. Or, oh dang! Yeah, okay. best Wait, of seven. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Four, cool. four to win. Yeah, nice, nice, cool. Well, we'll 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 keep you guys updated on that. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. I don't know when they play, but uh, next game cool. tomorrow. Oh, nice, fast, fast turnaround time. They, they can't be waiting around. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Two in Phoenix, and then then two in Milwaukee, and then they go back and forth after that. I think something like I that. I see. Nice. You mean cool. they're two in Phoenix and then two in Milwaukee? Over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, what, right, I, that's right. what I meant. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. That it's Dude, over. Yeah. Confidence. That's what you want to hear. And ah. you know who else has confidence? Loki. A man, man. with glorious purpose. <laughs> glorious purpose. <laughs> ah. No spoilers. All right. We're gonna we're gonna Yeah, keep it uh, clean. I'm behind. We're gonna talk okay. about Loki. Finale next week, episode, yeah, whatever the number is, because we need somebody to catch up. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I slacked. I slacked. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good because uh, it's it's uh, it's it's, it's, we don't want to spoil it. It's it's just so good. It's at first I was like I don't like Loki, and I was like I I love Loki. It's like can I get some more? Because he's not a bad guy anymore. He's a man in love. Oh, okay. Oh, he's a man he's in love. He's not a bad guy. He's not a bad he's guy. Not, he's he's a man in love, man. All right, in love with himself. Fucking narcissist. All right. Anyway, that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta take it out of my system. Anytime I see you, I touch myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which right. is funny because it's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Anyways. man. But I, instead of Loki, I have a story that I wanted to share with you guys. Okay. Uh, and maybe it's gross. Maybe we cut it out. Maybe it's not that great. Maybe it's like boring. But just hear me out. All right. So over here in um, Seattle, like you hire your, your trash company. It's not like part of the city, like offerings. Like you call a, it's like a service, like getting internet. Like, okay, like, okay, I want you to be my trash company. But it's like a monopoly. Really? There's only one in your area, so it's fine. Like you just hire, and part of your service, you can say like, "Hey, I want to pay for trash." 
I want to play for recycling and I want to pay for compost, like a compost bin. And I was like, okay, let's do the right thing. Let's get a smaller trash can to force us to like use less trash and then a compost bin, which is a normal size trash can. Like the ones in Arizona are like freaking like, I don't know, you can fit like three kids in it. And here the trash cans are smaller. I don't know, man. It's just, just massive. Okay. I come from, I come from the Southwest too. So you can fit a lot of trash in those like here. It's just smaller. And and if you want to upgrade to the jumbo size, you gotta pay for it. So it's like, you know what? Let's let's do the right thing. Let's get a smaller one, get some compost. Most of the stuff that we throw away is food and it's compostable. And apparently cardboard boxes, uh, as long as you remove the tape and labels, you can com- compost those as well. So, you know, Amazon, all the crap, just throw it in the compost bin. Uh, so we normally save like the 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 really nasty stuff for like Sunday, because mo- trash customs comes on on Monday morning. Um so we had some some cheese and then like some meat trimmings that were not they were just gonna go into the compost bin and we throw it out as normally we do right and then we put it out and the trash comes the recycling comes but not the compost thing comes so it's like now we have like a thing a stinky uh compost bin it's like okay fine whatever it'll fine we'll just put it back in no problem guys life perseveres okay so on Wednesday, I opened the lid, and it's covered in maggots. Guys, Ugh. have you guys seen maggots? Have you guys ever seen maggots? Yeah, it's just disgusting. And it's I, was the worst. Like, I don't know what. To, I just don't know what to do with my life. Like I've never com- I've composted before, but I've never had maggots, right? And it was probably because it was like fatty stuff or something in there. And it's just like insane amount. It was like I was like freaking out. I was like, "Am I gonna have to call an exterminator?" I looked up on the internet. It's like, "Oh, maggots is great for compost. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good." It's like, "Okay, fine." Protein. But there's, yeah, but there's still maggots in, in my bin, <laughs> right? So fine. I just don't look at it and then wait until this week, and then and then I open it and then like all of the stuff is like a lot a lot of the stuff is gone so these things have been working at it for like days and like the the inside of the bin is clean (laughs) i don't understand it uh but yeah i took it out uh the composting came they took it out not all the maggots were gone i poured the rest onto the grass so that the birds can eat them because the birds were like on top of the trash can because they heard the maggots they were like yep i want food um anyway <laughs> that's how you get maggots guys put them in a bin close the lid <laughs> so they they treat they cleaned your trash can and to yep, repay they tre- them for their work you fed them to the birds <clears throat> just some of them the ones that didn't go with the compost the truck kind of cruel man it, it is but this is circle of life you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it costs you nothing to not share that story but you did yeah, it's just did. like it's like my life is not that exciting and that was the most exciting thing that happened to me this week I was, it's just it was just not a fun time man look i didn't describe the smell is the worst part okay it costs you nothing to share this story <laughs> to not share this story i also smoked <laughs> this week this week and it was very great oh yeah it was fourth of july weekend it was it was awesome three-day weekend mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's great but anyway this was still the highlight of my week maggots <laughs> well it's only up from there so yeah and then with that that's it and we're done with my story all right now on to aquaman or as maxi likes to call it the shape of water okay uh, so we can do the round table now 
of uh, okay. Shape of Water. It's a, what what year did this movie come out? 20, 2016, something like that? 17. 17. Yeah. It's a movie by Guillermo del Toro. No, the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. The other guy. No, yeah, yeah, right. no yeah. you yeah, got right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Guillermo del Toro. He does like weird movies. Some of them are pretty good. This one was a weird one. Anyway, Roundtable. What's up with Tyler? What's up, Tyler? Did you like it? I liked I like it. it. I really liked it. It wasn't as weird as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it looked really strange from the preview. I heard that it was weird, and I, honestly, I thought it would be weirder. So I liked it. It was good. Nice. I'll, I'll go next. <laughs> um, I did like it. It was definitely not as weird as Pan's Labyrinth or any of the other movies that I've seen from from this director. Uh, I thought it was going to be a scary movie. It was not a scary movie. There were scary parts or like, you know, even scary, like kind of like suspenseful parts, but, but there were a lot of, I had a lot of favorite parts in this movie. So hopefully uh, I don't just like say the whole movie, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Maxi was worried that like he, he is like just not to steal your, your spotlight, but he was saying this is a 10 out of 10 for me. It's not a 10 out of 10, but it's still pretty good. It's like a nine. I'd say nine. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, I'd agree. I'd give it a nine. Yeah, it's just some. Yeah, some things like need. I don't know. Maybe I need to know more. Maybe there's some lore. And I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. So maybe Mexican explain them to me. Actually, I think I'm like nine point five. Maybe even ten. For that reason, because they they didn't explain. That's right. They didn't need to explain anything for me. I like how they. <laughs> talk your way up like oh no 11 out of 10 it's all good eh? we'll give an extra point you know it's like for the yeah i don't know if i would have changed anything that's that's why okay I can yeah. See that. yeah exactly like, see? like I, I didn't need yeah. anything more i didn't need anything and I, it didn't have too much so i wouldn't have taken anything away i wouldn't add anything so maybe that is a 10 uh, i don't know okay that's fair that's fair you know what if we put it that way it does sound you're right because everything happened let's let's let mexi go and then we can like dig, yeah, yeah, yeah. dig into it mexi you we know we know what you're gonna say but tell us anyway did you like it it's chef's kiss man something where you just <laughs> sit down you watch this movie and you're just like you know what that was a good movie and then you're just happy. You're you're satisfied. It's like when you eat a ribeye and you're just like, it was perfect, tasty. Yeah. When you do you yeah. eat a ribeye and, and somebody went like salt bay on it and then it's like you know it's perfect. This is perfect, and that's what this movie was. It's just like there wasn't overaction. There wasn't like overacting. It just had everything it needed to be in every single scene, and you're just like, ah, perfect, perfect. Cool, cool. That details too, man. Mm-hmm. Like the guy's fingers—they slowly rot. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but man, if you see it in every scene, and I went back and I looked at certain scenes to make sure that they were getting darker and darker through it, and they freaking were. It's crazy. Consistency. That's the detail is great. Just like everything, just makes sense. It's all flows correctly. Just mwah. perfection. The, I think the one thing I'll say: the ending was a little predictable. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mad because it's how I wanted it to end, and and it wasn't exactly, it wasn't exactly how I thought it was going to end. So it, it was good. I like the guild thing. I really like. Mm-hmm. I like La La Land, which ended like the way I didn't want it to end. But you know what? It's fine. I'm not. I'm not upset. <laughs> I'm not upset. Someday you'll get over it. Yes. Today's <laughs> La La Land didn't go into the pretense of this is a fantasy story. You know. Same. Same. They were singing, man. They were singing, okay? 
That's very, well, very... <laughs> it's fine. Look, uh, so... Okay. So I guess now we can, like... So I want to go a little meta. Like, this, you said, Tyler was saying there's a lot of, like, um, details in the movie that were, like, the rotting fingers was one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They were they mentioned one thing that I thought it was pretty interesting. I had listened to it in a different podcast that cornflakes were created to stop kids from masturbating. Yes. That you, yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool because it's an, it's not he, this guy's not just saying it; it's actually a real thing. Like I don't understand mm-hmm. how it would happen, but uh, some guy invented them so the kids would stop masturbating. Which is like we can say that, right? We don't we don't have to blip it out. I don't know. It's a, oh, it's a medical that's term. A factual. It's a factual scientific <laughs> thing. Like somebody was out there like, you know what will make them stop? Cornflakes. Yeah. Okay. No, I wasn't talking about the didn't work. I was like, <laughs> it didn't work. No, yeah, I don't saying. know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was, that was cool. Like a cool, like here's some history to get that is actually legitimately true. Legitimately true. That's mm-hmm. cool. I didn't know uh, it was true. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, most, I don't know if that's like the thing that people talk about in this movie, but there's other stuff in this movie. <laughs> uh, it was said in the, like, the 1960s, 1950s, where like, um, people were like not 50s, super... Yeah. 50s, 60s, because they were doing the yeah. Red Scare. Yeah, there was the Cold, Cold War, like where the, mm-hmm. the big the premises, I guess. Now, oh, yeah, that's true. So I guess now that we are digging a little bit into the movie, Maxi, do you want to give us like a small summary of like what this movie is about or your best no, no? i don't actually <laughs> you don't. <laughs> if you don't want to that's fine Look, I, it's, it's, a, just, it's just it's 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 a love story it's a love it's story. a love story between very opposite people and yeah. i think that's all i want to give it and then there's an antagonist that doesn't believe in their love and is also racist because he doesn't like people that are different than him <laughs> i mean he's like sexist racist He's a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to explain it because I think it gives away. If I tell you the whole plot of the movie, like summarize, it kind of detracts from the movie. Yeah. yeah. In my okay, opinion. Fine. Look, it's fine. Look, if you look, that's that's enough. Like, it's a love story. Two people or two species. And oh, you're saying too much. Saying oh, I'm too saying much. too much. But we're gonna, I would do I'm going to spoil it. It's okay. I already said it's, it's fine. It's a good point. <laughs> this movie is one that you should watch without listening to this. Yeah. yeah. So if you, yeah, if at this point, this is, where this is where you should exit because I'm going to yeah. start spoiling. All right. See you later. We'll catch you in the next one. All right. Now we're back. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, so I guess we we normally talk about like favorite characters. Do you guys have a favorite mm-hmm. character in this movie? In this movie, the one. I don't know who wants to go. Yeah. Let's, let's open it up, man. Who who did you like the most in this movie? No. Okay. Max Max okay. is gone. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Tyler did Tyler die? <laughs> oh no, no, I was talking I, to you. I was talking to you. Oh, you're talking to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, my favorite character is Brewster. I think he was the greatest champ in this movie. Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was like, what? Just kidding. He was on the air for like one scene, and he ruined everything. That was funny though. Yeah. yeah. You had us uh, going. Now. Good joke, though. Good joke. I like. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Uh, mm, it's kind of hard. I like the main character, Eliza, 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 um, yeah. or Sally Hawkins, whatever. Or, but I think Zelda Fuller does a really good job of being the audience in this. It's kind of like the voice of reason about this whole thing. Yep. And I think plus, just she has the best lines in the movie. 
Unlike yeah. Lisa, Eliza Esposito. <laughs> jokes on jokes today. Jokes on jokes. She's a mute. She cannot talk. All right. Get, all right. I had to explain the joke. It's fine. <laughs> but she did have a good line, and I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna get into that mm-hmm. once we talk about our favorite scenes. But Tyler, do you have a favorite character? Uh yeah, I I also really like Zelda. As soon as she came on screen, I think I messaged Mexi <laughs> like, I really like her as an actress. She's she's awesome, and mm-hmm. I think in everything I've ever seen her in, uh, so she's great, and uh, I loved her character, uh, because she had the best. Yeah, she had the best lines. She she was like comedic relief a bit. She was like uh, her kind of guide throughout the workplace, which is where all this stuff kind of goes down. Right, um, but I also really like Giles too, because those are like the two. Those are like the two people that kind of support her throughout her her thing, her adventure. And uh, Giles wasn't perfect; he had his flaws, and he came through in the end. So I, I really liked his, his character because he grew. Um, he made mistakes, and then he came back around. and He helped her out. And Giles like is uh, Elisa's roommate, right? Uh yeah, or neighbor or, or did they actually live in the same apartment? I, I think so it was the that, same actually. apartment. Because she no, was sleeping same on the apartment couch, building. Right? So, yeah, apartment. Oh, okay. building. Yeah, but she slept on the couch. It was confusing. But yeah, anyway, yeah, and then she, he had access to she the bathroom poor. that she was using. So okay, fine. She was poor. She was poor. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, my favorite character. Uh, I'm gonna go with the scientist. I forget the guy's name. Uh, but the the Russian spy. Yes. Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri, yes, Dimitri. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like him for a lot of reasons, right? Because he is a spy. Uh he's but he also is a man of science, right? He, so I, th- I think he's a man like as you watch this movie, like you realize that he's a spy, you're like, oh scummy spy right and as you see as the movie progresses then you realize that he's a man of science he's not a spy um because he will do he did whatever he had to do to preserve the specimen's life uh, i don't know it gave me spoil stuff now aquaman's life okay <laughs> so so he he and the uh, <clears throat> the bad guy uh the main bad guy, right? He's like torturing. Um, the, does the creature have a name in this movie? They don't give it a name, do they? It's just the amphibious amphibian. man. Amphibian, yeah, yeah the amphibian. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like it's a, it tortures the amphibian and then like doesn't treat it properly. It doesn't care about it. He just like trying to do like he's just doing. It's like a man on the mission. Whatever that mission is, extract some information about this creature and he's kind of scientists. a dick. Yeah, he's he's not nice about it. He's not nice about it. So he he could just it would. Do him no harm to be nice, right? But he just went out of his way to be a jerk, and he kept prodding the animal and like being yeah, not nice. So oh, I, I just call it an animal, whatever the creature yeah. is. I don't want to say anything. <clears throat> we don't know. We don't know. Uh, so the scientist, yes, in my, my in my opinion, he's he's also one that enabled um, the outcome of the movie to go where it went. And I also like that he knew that he couldn't trust his own people. Like when the scene where the, he's they come visit him at his apartment and he has a knife ready to uh-huh. defend himself. So that was like, it's like, you can see that he has tension from both sides. So he has like no allies basically. Right. So yep. yeah, it's, but it's sad that he got the, he, he did not go well, but that's what you get. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh well. Now that we've uh, gone emo and stuff, any <laughs> any found out scenes for you guys? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I, I can keep going. Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. All right. Cool. So my favorite scene out of the whole thing is when they uh, Eliza gets Aquaman out. He she breaks him out because they're gonna kill it, right? So. She's mm-hmm. like, I gotta save him and take him away. But she and she successfully does it. And the next day, they're interrogating everybody in the building. They're all the, the people that are working and everything. And it gets it's uh, Eliza and Zelda's turn. And uh, when she's gonna leave, he, the guy was super rude to them. Like, he's like, I don't know why I'm inter- interrogating the help. And I was like, super f- degrading. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. this guy is a scum of the earth. But she turns around and starts like signaling like bad words, like F you. And like over mm-hmm. and over and over, and that's like, oh, that's so powerful. Because without a voice, she's saying something really strong. Because that's yeah. basically what everybody wants to say, but nobody can say it because that is the the authority figure. So that was to me one of the most powerful and memorable scenes in the movie. I don't know about you guys, but that that was pretty good to me. Yeah, okay. I see the two the two things that I liked. One was not really a scene, but it was many scenes, I guess. But I liked how true it was to the time or how subtly true. It's kind of subtle, but it's kind of in your face. How true it was to the times, like the the racist and the bigotry. And yeah. just, it was just kind of like in the movie because that's how the times were. And they didn't like they didn't kind of dance around it or, or fake it. It was just kind right. of true. Like, I mean, that's how people were. So that's I, I like that. And it, it also sucks. But I like that. Uh, I like the racism in the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I just okay, liked how okay. it was Sleep true. I liked how it was true. I liked how they didn't try to hide it. It, it was. In, it was just. It stuck out to me. I don't know. It pointed anyway. out the flaws of the time. Yes, yeah, and in like didn't make in like a good, natural right? way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they kind of used it to make yeah the 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 bad character the uh, the antagonist kind of <clears throat> be antagonist. So, anyways. That one and the last scene, because as I said, like I was predicting the ending in that last scene. I wanted her to end up with him somehow, and you kind of know that he has uh, this magic or whatever it is. And then yeah. the way it all went down, you know, he, he gets shot, and it's all dramatic. And then he he gets up and he slices that guy's throat, and you're like, yeah. Honestly, I, I thought like, that was it was gonna end there. Like he wasn't like. He was just gonna shoot the the amphibian, and that was it. Like, on, I didn't expect it to come back. But maybe yeah. you guys. I didn't know see more movies. I didn't know how Guillermo del Toro kind of wrote his like endings and whatnot. So I was uh-huh. afraid that it was gonna end on this super negative note. Yeah, you know, because because sometimes I don't know. It's hard with me with Mexi and and movies, you know, because sometimes he's <laughs> like, "No, nah, you you don't get the happy ending. That's easy or whatever." Because yeah. you know, like some happy endings are like cheesy and forced, but this one wasn't forced. Uh, it, I, it was good. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I I honestly thought he was gonna like just die, and that was the ending. And I was like, "Oh no way, man!" I was like super shocked. I was like, "Yeah, get out of here! Why did you do this?" I was so angry, yeah. but everything resolved. And the way they did the gills on her scars because of the whatever happened to her as a baby with her voice box or whatever, she had the three scars and they used those yep. as the gills. Ah, oh, that was, that was cool. Nice touch. Yeah. And that's why I have questions, but we can jump into it a little bit after Maxi mm-hmm. jumps to his favorite scene. 
So my favorite scene starts where like the narrator starts and where the credit ends. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much everything in between there too. Yeah. Uh it's it's harder for me to pinpoint a specific scene that I really, really enjoyed. Um, but if I really like it's not a scene, but a set of scenes, I guess. The when she starts talking, like starts showing up with the eggs and like kind of like becoming friends with the amphibian man, like to me, the heart of the movie is this love story and it's super sappy. But I was like, it's because at the end of the day, like she never felt understood until she met the amphibian man, right? Right. And that's like when she started feeling yeah. like you start seeing her chipper, she becomes braver. Like you're talking about, like she starts flipping off the guys and like she's super happy. She's like skipping and stuff. To me, that was just like, it's so nice to see. And it was really sappy. And I was just like, it's beautiful. <laughs> and she taught the amphibian man how to talk, right? So she was mm-hmm. able to communicate with somebody else that couldn't communicate with anybody else. So that's that was their bond. They ate and they, she taught him sign language. And he was able to communicate back. And he was, was the just, amphibian man was grateful, right? It wasn't just speaking with the amphibian man like that way. It's speaking to each other in the same way, right? Because like, like Zelda could speak to her, right? But they yeah. can't communicate the same way. Right. But the amphibian man and Eliza could speak the same. So it's kind of like we're the same kind, right? It's kind of, there's a little sweetness there. And it's kind of like, you know, mm. chef's kiss. So you like the, <laughs> the love story arc, yeah. yeah. Which is the whole movie, but... <laughs> and to a different extent, <laughs> I like the the downfall of the Strickland character, Michael Shannon's mm-hmm. character, where like the subtle like his hand rotting is very metaphorical of his yes. character, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was it's... beautiful. Yeah. See, yeah, they really like showed these... it well. Because yeah. like he was like a family man kind of in the beginning. You know, he comes home and his fingers are cut off or like reattached. Mm-hmm. And he's like but he's like a family man in that moment, and then he slowly kind of becomes more and more of a dick. Yeah. As he starts, like, yeah. dying inside. Right. Like, literally dying inside. Literally, yeah. his fingers yeah. are rotting. And see, and he's, yeah, yeah, you can see his fingers start getting darker and darker. Like, ooh, dude, that's not gonna... That's, you gotta get that checked out, bro. Uh, yeah. But he does I guess we should explain that, huh? His fingers get bit off by the uh, yeah. amphibious, amphibious man, man in the very beginning. Or sort of the beginning. Off, yeah. it's off screen but yeah it's at the- yeah 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 and yeah they get reattached but probably not properly i guess because they were preserving a sandwich bag or something like that <laughs> yeah they had mustard <laughs> on he said he was mustard. mad <laughs> i mean yeah but he also earned that bite so what do you expect yeah so, yeah i really um, like her like nonchalantness about it she's like here they are. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? She was just like saw two chopped up fingers. I wouldn't have touched those. Like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. But I guess they're cleaning crap all the time, literally, because they clean the bathrooms and they something Zelda said, which like um remind because I used to work on national labs and it's like that's where like all the PhDs that work with the government and stuff, but man, like the bathrooms sometimes like guys, we're we're like you guys are like the smartest people in the freaking country. <laughs> what the I hell, said man? that to me too. Yeah, it's oh. like guys. <laughs> she just told them in the comments like, "How do they get it up in the ceiling?" Like, yeah, how do you guys get it? What the hell are you guys doing? Just in the hole. You ever try to go for height? Oh. Look, man, as a kid, <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a national lab. You respect the the place, you know. <laughs> it's shocking. 
<clears throat> yeah. Oh, the other thing that I mentioned to Mexi was that the propaganda that they had on the... I don't know if you guys caught it. Propaganda that they had on the walls were... They say uh, loose lips sink ships and stuff like that. Like saying like you can't don't don't talk about stuff. We had oh, similar I didn't see stuff that. inside the like secured areas. I don't know if I can say this. Hey, it's fine. Suppose. Really? Uh, yeah. So they had similar stuff like like you know like it's, it felt almost like infomercials, but like the older style. They've probably been there forever. Um, but stuff like that, and it's like kind of a culture of like secrecy. Yeah, which which makes sense, right? You're working in in, in um, a secure environment. Which was also weird because there's a bunch of people. This this is too many people for like an actual top secret area. I would say that would be my only like like down point. There's like a lot of people, and it's supposed to be super secret. So I don't know. Yeah, I did think that was that was yeah that, that is I guess one thing. That oh I'll save that for the. Should we go to the anything you didn't like section now? Yeah, we kind of segue into it naturally. I guess because uh, uh. that that. That was like wasn't one of the few anything. things I didn't like either. Because <laughs> <There> was... <laughs> in the beginning, it did feel kind of weird, like when they they introduced the the amphibian man, and then the like the janitorial staff is like there. It's, it feels kind of yeah. weird. Uh, honestly, it's not like I. It's not a real critique. It wasn't that bad. The movie's yeah. awesome. Yeah, but but yeah, but like if it's a secure, properly secure area, there's no way these people are roaming around the, the uh, specimen. Or the top secret area, or like cleaning like that spaceship. Like you guys would not be close to this at all. But that's just. I mean, it's the 1950s though, so you know, it's a little different that's, back then. That's true. That's true. Uh, I remember talking to one of the one of the people that have been at the labs for a long time. They said like now they have all these all these like health restrictions. But back in the day, if their coffee got cold, they would stir. It, they would heat it up with the soldering iron tip. They would just put it in the. Like, stick it in there. Yeah, yeah stick it in there. It's like to make your coffee hot again. It's like, dude, that's like, you're gonna get lead poisoning. But I guess this, that's not how things were done back in the day. It's no problem. And, uh, I don't have any critiques. I mean, really, nothing, nothing. What if, if you had to poke at something? What would it be, Mexi? Come on. Uh, <laughs> we know it hurts. Did we find your kryptonite? Is this it? It's just because, like I said, 10 out of 10 would be, like, unattainable for most things. And I don't think there's anything that I, like... There's just too many things that I like about this movie that I can't be like, ah, oh, objectively, this is... I guess the weird sex stuff, I guess, if I had it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, could you explain to me? Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't asking. Could you explain what the significance of the weird sex stuff? Because I was like, okay, this is probably not necessary it's maybe maybe like just normalizing so, you know yeah no, normalizing different. or like showing the tension of like i don't know man it's hard yeah, for it's me that i just to me it's just normalizing right like yeah. you, you can i mean i hope this doesn't sound horrible <laughs> but like you just could say change it, this, this you could change this to be like a gay couple an interracial couple right and like if you look at the how the how the show is like there's obviously like i don't speciesism i guess is the word but there's yeah. obviously like discrimination right like they wanted to kill the amphibian man just because he wasn't human right but obviously he was smart it had feelings yada yada right so yeah. like it just kind of i just kind it's it's to normalize it for you right because otherwise like if they didn't have sex which doesn't they, they don't have to do it anyways but it's just kind of like okay 
Yeah, but I like, guess it deepens the connection between the amphibian and Eliza, right? So mm-hmm. um, maybe that's how she gets skills, man. Amphibian yeah, sperm. I, uh, yeah, I was gonna ask about that because the gills were like strategic. Sorry, the scars were strategically placed next to her neck, which where would be where you would put gills. So was she always like some kind of like creature, like like uh, the amphibian man? Um, so I think that's kind of left to be ambiguous because they mentioned that she was found there. I don't really know where she was found from. Yeah, right? she's fine next. Yeah, found next to the river. That's all they said. All right. That's, Right, and then she had some kind of accident, and then yeah, but they didn't say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be left ambiguous. Like you're kind of supposed to think that maybe she was always part of the river. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He kind of does that too in Pan's Labyrinth. If you saw Pan's Labyrinth, right? Uh, Tyler hasn't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it. I want to watch it now. Yeah, I don't uh, remember much should. of it. It's like, yeah, but you should watch it. Yeah, it, there's a lot of things that happen in Pan's Labyrinth where it makes you go like, "Oh, is this real? Is it not real?" Uh, kind of very ambiguous. And that's kind of his style, right? Because it's a very like fairy tale esque kind of movie where like things happen and you just take it because in the world that they've had to set, it makes sense. Kind of mm-hmm. doesn't it make sense. Mm-hmm. So I I can't tell you. Yes, it's she was a river person because <laughs> I don't think. I don't think intentionally it's meant to be read like that. It's supposed to be ambiguous. Right, right. Yeah, so that's that would be... Also, again, the ending, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's nice, but realistically, her skin's going to puff up if she's always in the water. But I guess not if Aquaman... She's a, not if she's an yeah. aqua person. But she's going to have to get some uh, scales or something, right? Yeah, I was kind of thinking she would, she would transform or something. That's where my mind was going. She would slowly oh, transform. Oh, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. She probably that's what you're led to believe, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's supposed know, to be happily know. ever after, man. Like yes, that's yeah, why yeah. you're supposed to read. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Look, we're just wondering <laughs> what's gonna happen. No, 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 I get it. Yeah. You're looking and, uh, at it objectively, which is yes, if yeah. like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but it's a fantasy movie. There's also a Aquaman, huh? which is also not real, so and also yeah. filling up the bathroom all the way to the top, guys. Are you oh, guys so not always gonna say Okay, so that could not happen. Okay, that that's not mm-hmm. even possible. But it was cool. It was definitely a cool scene. I will say that yeah. that's uh, it's very like Titanic esque, you know, like the hand in the in the car, yeah, thing, underwater stuff. Hey, hey, hey. hey. you know, uh, yeah. Like I said, it's. I think it's a very nice movie. It's sweet. It's kind of like I don't know. A lot of the scenes kind of weird for me. Just like. Um, how they progress the plot, right? Like towards the end, where they're like kind of running away, and then like she runs to Zelda because that's her only friend, right? And then Zelda's husband, you, which you hear about the entire movie, how he's a good for nothing, <laughs> and then he turns out to be a good for nothing, right? Yeah, so you're kind of like it makes sense. Yeah, and, and it, we I talked with you with Maxi about this scene because the scene is the if the agent comes in busting into Zelda's door saying like where is she where is she and Zelda's not gonna like Zelda's not gonna throw her friend under the bus but Brewster's there on the couch sitting and he fesses everything up he's like oh the creature is with the the mute girl so yeah you get confirmation but also at the same time they're uh, Zelda and Brewster are both black right so in okay. this in this time like 
it's just like you see a guy that's an authority figure. You come into their house and something bad happens. He can make your like because they're black. He can just say whatever story and they're gonna believe him, right? So I can I guess I can see it both ways. But oh, I, you know, I understand that completely. I'm just saying like the foreshadowing that Zelda throws in there. Yeah. She wasn't happy that she sold them out, right? Right, of course not. But like, yeah. So, but at the same time, it's like, dude, like, it's not. Gonna, it wasn't gonna end well for these guys. I mean, this guy ripped off his fingers in their house, right? That that's how serious this guy was. It was yeah. The most part, yeah, it was pretty powerful. So, like Tyler was saying, they weren't shying away from the state of the thing, the state of like how racism and like uh, bigotry was in that current time, and that was, I guess, a, a reaction to how things were. And it's, like I said, it. Story has a lot of layers, right? Because there's like the love story, and there's like the the speciesism, right, between the amphibian man and the guy, but also like the racism that they're in, right? Because they weren't blatant; they were very blatant about it, yes. right? That they're the hell, yeah, yeah. they're they're basically nobody kind of thing. So it's kind of like okay, like, yeah. There's a lot of layers to this. Yeah, every time he would say that the the antagonist would talk to Zelda, he would use a word, and it's like, do you know what this word means? It's like, dude, that's so that's so like. I would I would get angry every time he would say that because I don't know it's just messed up. It's like yes. See see how it invokes feelings from you. We're just like <laughs> oh. yeah. They made him you, man. ultra bad, man. They made him ultra bad. Ten out of ten, man. It's hard to argue that it's not ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 not a bad movie. Like I said, it's it's good. It's definitely <laughs> worth watching. It's. Definitely, probably not for kids. I did not watch it with my kids around. Oh, no. It's, it's definitely <laughs> no, some definitely, kids, definitely right? not. It's definitely kids. not a kiss movie. Even though it's a love love story movie, not for kids. Mm, I mean, the but first you... five minutes, there's masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, what? Funny. No, I can't. Like, this is like, what's going on? Fast forward. Nah. She does the egg timer. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. How is she gonna know when her eggs are done? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Stop, stop getting dirty. Cool. I don't know, man. Well, that's that's the that's that's that for this movie. Definitely one of the movies that we've been <clears throat> looking forward to watching. I know it's not a a movie from now, it's a movie from later. But it's still it's still good to watch. I'm glad we did this because I've I've been wanting to watch it for a long time. I knew it was one of his favorite movies, but it always seemed strange to me. And I also (laughs) thought it was a scary movie, too. So it was good. I'm glad we did not watch it. I said I wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it otherwise. Yeah, because it just doesn't come like, oh, I want to watch this. Yeah, it's weird. I was definitely putting it off. I understand. That's how Guillermo Toro feels about everybody else. (laughs) <laughs> Why do you do this to me? He won a lot of awards, man. He won an Oscar or whatever. I don't remember what he won. He won one of the big awards, and it was like the first foreign like Mexican act uh, director that won one. Really? Oh, yeah. dang! So, what's the next one? Pan's Labyrinth, or give me the give me the order of of Guillermo uh, of, of Guillermo del Toro's movies. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth for sure. Definitely watch that. I mean, if you gotta watch it, Pan's Labyrinth is a very similar movie, and I think you would like it. You've probably seen the other ones. Like, have you seen you seen Blade Two, right? Or like Hellboy? Oh, he did do Blade Two. Oh, yeah, Hellboy Pacific he Rim. Oh, Hellboy. Interesting. 
That makes sense, actually. That you help. But that's it's not like it's more not normal. Same, it's more yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellboy is not on the same level. Yeah. No, like, but he say... has like this fantasy whimsical style. Yeah. It's very, very much like that. Uh, I, I would say Pan's Labyrinth, but that one you're gonna have to watch it with subs. Fortunately for you. Oh, that's right. It's in Spanish. I forgot. That's mm-hmm. true. That's okay. I don't mind. But it's it's good. It's it's definitely good. I like it's one of. It's it's just good. It's just weird, but it's good. It's similar to this. Yeah. It's more similar to this than to uh, Hellboy and uh, what do you say the the, the, the Gaiju one, the fighting beast. Pacific Rim. Pacific you Rim, haven't yeah. seen Pacific Rim. I've you seen should. it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I know it's you. Good. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yeah, now? yeah. I've seen okay. Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These are analog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And like <laughs> nuclear. What? <laughs> Damn. Um, today we reset the uh, apocalypse. Yes. One of the best speeches ever. Uh, <laughs> very close second to the to the Independence Day one. Independence Day, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to watch that movie again because I haven't seen it in a while. And I I remember enjoying it because I do love Mecca's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, not the second one. It's a great movie one. with one of the stupid, stupidest lines and stupidest premises ever. <laughs> stupidest premises, excuse me. <laughs> okay, the premise is fine. The premise is fine, but it's just ah man. I remember it's it getting awesome. weird after a certain point. Yeah, yeah. The, the second one was not necessary. Don't watch I'll that. Put one. It that way. <laughs> yeah. No, don't watch that. One. He's not involved with that one. Uh, okay, good. Do you know yeah, at good. one point they were planning on doing? Pacific Rim versus Godzilla. <laughs> really? That would make sense, though. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do. That was his goal. He was like, I want to do that. That would have been cool. Because then the hole down to the universe, the core of the like Godzilla making the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally tie up, right? It's like, oh, that's yeah. where they came from, right? Eh? But, I don't know. Lost opportunity. Yeah, it's still fine. It's all good. But still good one recommended. And Labyrinth. You would, you're going to love it. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll watch it. And I'll report back. Cool. Well, you shouldn't watch this tomorrow's war. Just saying. Mm-hmm. We'll watch Don't tomorrow's watch. war, and I'll give like my thirty second <laughs> whether it was good or not. So the, do you understand why I hate time travel, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Have you okay. seen Edge of Tomorrow? Yes, and I thought it was gonna be like it, and I don't want to say more because I don't want to spoil it. Did okay. you think Edge of Tomorrow was stupid? I I love Age of Tomorrow, but maybe I'll yeah, rewatch I, it and then nah, uh, hate it. But I did Edge love Edge of it. Tomorrow yeah. was great. Edge of Tomorrow yeah. was amazing. It was yeah. way better yeah. of a movie than it deserved to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it has Tom Cruise. He's also a good actor. But this one has Chris Pratt, and I was like, oh damn, we got another Edge of Tomorrow like movie. And then it was like, and it's super. <laughs> oh, right? it's, it's, look, I'll watch it. Report. Tell me. Give me a thirty second. What you think? Because I, I mean. You guys are gonna watch this eventually because it's like Amazon's like pushing the ads all over the place, so you guys are gonna see it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw a trailer for it like yesterday. So. Yeah, and it looks great, right? It, 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 it looks <laughs> awesome. like a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, I just wait until you watch it. Uh, it's just the time travel part is what breaks everything for me, and you guys will understand after you watch it. Okay. But anyway, we won't talk anymore about everything. that. Everything <laughs> time travel is possible with family. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys, yeah. 
That's yeah. another movie I gotta watch to understand yeah. why everybody's yeah, guess, memeing it. Yeah, the the yeah the memes, man. You guys gotta watch the movie. I I I'm out of that race. I am not gonna go see the next Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and with that, peace. See ya later. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please give us a star, heart, or leave us a review. You can follow us on Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube at Popstomp Podcast. That's P-U-B-S-T-O-M-P-O-D-Cast. For more episodes, go to anchor.fm slash pubstomp. Music provided by 99 Lives. Credits are in the episode description. <laughs> <laughs>